Greetings, dear listeners. Picture this. You're seated in a well-lit conference room. All eyes are on you, awaiting that piece of information only you can provide. But the news isn't what they're hoping for. We've all faced moments such as this, right? Moments where the weight of the words holds immense significance. Well, you're in for a real treat today. We're plunging deep into the nuanced art of delivering difficult news with poise and diplomacy. Navigating sensitive conversations is more than just choosing the right words. It's about understanding the impact of your message, choosing your timing, and striking the right tone. And today, we're going to equip you with everything you need the phrases, the approach, and the strategy to not just communicate, but to do so with compassion and professionalism. Whether you're a manager breaking project updates to your team or a consultant delivering assessments to clients, the skill of tactful communication is invaluable. But that's not all. We also dive into the common pitfalls to avoid ensuring your message isn't just heard, but respected and understood. So, fasten your seatbelts as we embark on a journey to master one of the most crucial skills in the business realm. Trust me, by the end of this episode, you will have transformed those dreaded conversations into opportunities for growth, understanding, and connection. But first, jukebox please. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast. Helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. So, let's start at the very foundation of our topic today. Why is delicate communication so vital, especially when we're delivering news that might not be the easiest to digest? First, let's paint a picture. We've all been on the receiving end of a poorly delivered message. Whether it's a casual message from a colleague or a more formal announcement from the higher-ups, when bad news is presented without care, it can lead to feelings of confusion, resentment, or even demotivation. Conversely, a well-phrased tactful message can foster understanding even if the news is less than ideal. It's not just about making things sound better, it's about creating an atmosphere of trust and clarity. Now, think of delicate communication as the cushioning around a fragile item during shipping. Without that protective layer, the item might reach its destination broken or damaged. Similarly, the content of our message is that fragile item, and the way we package and deliver it determines how it's received by our audience. Here's something to ponder. In the business world, our reputation is one of our most valuable assets. The way we communicate plays a significant role in shaping that reputation. If we consistently handle challenging topics with grace and understanding, it not only shows our maturity and professionalism, but also builds trust with our peers, superiors, and subordinates. Moreover, delicate communication is about showing respect. It's about acknowledging that the receiver of the message is a human being with emotions. Whether it's about downsizing, project failures, or any other unfavorable news, delivering the message with tact signifies that you value the individual and the relationship regardless of the situation. 
Lastly, on a broader scale, organizations and businesses as a whole can greatly benefit from adopting a culture of sensitive communication. When teams and departments are trained and encouraged to convey messages tactfully, it cultivates a supportive work environment. This, in turn, can lead to better employee morale, reduced turnover, and even enhanced client relationships. To sum up this section, while the content of our message is crucial, the way we present it can make all the difference. By mastering the art of delicate communication, we pave the way for more positive interactions, even in challenging situations. As we transition to our next section, keep in mind a quote by Peter Drucker, a renowned management consultant, educator, and author. The most important thing in communication is hearing what isn't said. This will set the tone for our next discussion on the nuances and subtleties of language. Let's keep going. So, diving right in, we're going to hone in on specific vocabulary and phrases, a bit of a glossary, if you will, that are often deployed when we need to convey news that might not be the brightest. These terms, when used correctly, can help soften the blow and make your message more digestible. As most of you will no doubt know by now, as we journey through each term, I'll repeat it twice before pausing for you. A magic pause for you to drill it, write it down, and internalize it. Ready? Let's get started. Unforeseen circumstances. Unforeseen circumstances. Now, these are unexpected events. Here's the essence behind it. When we talk about unforeseen circumstances, we're highlighting events that were unpredictable or not anticipated. This phrase suggests that what transpired was beyond anyone's control. So, by using it, you're subtly emphasizing that the outcome or event was not a result of a deliberate action or negligence. Number two, regrettably. Regrettably. Now, this means sadly or unfortunately. So delving deeper, the word regrettably is more than just an adverb. It's a bridge of empathy. By incorporating it into your statements, you're indicating to the listener that you too wish the circumstances were different. It's a softener, making the subsequent news a tad easier to swallow. Three, after careful consideration. After careful consideration. Now, this means after deep thought and review. Now, this one is golden. By emphasizing that a decision came after careful consideration, you're assuring those on the receiving end that a lot of thought, evaluation, and introspection went into the decision-making process. It wasn't hasty, it was pondered upon, and given the gravity it deserved. Number four, we regret to inform. We regret to inform. Now, this is a gentle prelude into some not-so-pleasant news. Breaking down its importance, starting your statement with we regret to inform is like giving a heads-up. It's a courteous way of signifying that the following news might be heavy, allowing the listener a moment to brace themselves mentally and emotionally. Number five, it's come to our attention. It's come to our attention. Now, this one is all about highlighting something new or previously unknown. 
And here's why it's useful. This phrase is your go-to when you need to introduce a new piece of information or a situation that has just come into the limelight. It's diplomatic, ensuring you're not placing blame or coming off as accusatory. So, to wrap up this section, the art of communication, especially in the professional world, is often less about the actual news and more about its delivery. By familiarising ourselves with and adeptly using these phrases, we can ensure that our messages are not only clear, but also received with understanding and respect. Now, navigating the intricate pathways of communication can often feel like treading on a tightrope, especially when the news you're delivering isn't the most pleasant. But equipped with the right phrases, you can maintain balance and ensure your message is received with the intended grace and understanding. Let's dive deeper into these phrases. Due to unforeseen circumstances, we've had to make some changes. Due to unforeseen circumstances, we've had to make some changes. Example. Due to unforeseen circumstances, we've had to postpone our annual conference. Here's the essence. When you employ this phrase, you're highlighting that the situation changed because of events beyond your or the company's control. It subtly emphasises that the decision was a reactive one and it wasn't taken lightly. Number two. Regrettably, we won't be moving forward with... Regrettably, we won't be moving forward with... Example. Regrettably, we won't be moving forward with the proposed project. So, breaking it down, the term regrettably at the onset is a clear indicator of empathy. It conveys the message that while the news might be disappointing, it comes after considerable thought and is accompanied by genuine regret. Number three, after careful consideration, we've decided that. After careful consideration, we've decided that. Example. After careful consideration, we've decided that we will not be expanding into the new market this year. So, the deeper meaning. This phrase shines a light on the thorough and deliberate evaluation that preceded the decision. It assures the listener that every angle was examined and that it wasn't a spur-of-the-moment call. Number four. We felt it was in the best interest to... We felt it was in the best interest to... Example. We felt it was in the best interest to reschedule the training sessions for next month. So why this one matters? Such a phrase implies that the decision was made keeping the larger good in mind. It suggests that the choice was driven by a genuine concern for the well-being or benefit of the people involved. Number five. In light of recent developments, we have chosen to... In light of recent developments, we have chosen to... Example. In light of recent developments, we have chosen to halt production temporarily. So the rationale here. By using this phrase, you're setting the context for the decision. 
It indicates that the choice was influenced by new information and changes in the situation and not made arbitrarily. Number six, with everyone's best interest at heart, we must, with everyone's best interest at heart, we must, with everyone's best interest at heart, we must delay the product launch. Understanding its impact, this particular phrase underscores the company's commitment to its employees, stakeholders and customers. It assures them that even though the news might not be what they were hoping for, the organization's intentions are sincere. In summing up this section, remember that the strength of your message doesn't just lie in the content. The phrases you choose and how you package that content can make a vast difference in perception, understanding and reception. The aim is to strike a balance, be honest, but also be compassionate. Now, before jumping into the next section, I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that if you wanted to get more out of the Business English podcast, then that is possible. For example, full transcripts complete with timestamps so you never miss an expression, phrase-focused one-pages to quickly refresh your memory before that next last-minute meeting, pronunciation support to assist with the trickier elements of business English, live read-along transcripts, quizzes, and much more. If this sounds like it could be useful, then the Business English Podcast premium subscription could be for you. Check out the details at the link in the show notes. Right, on with the show. Now, the power of words cannot be underestimated, especially in the world of business. While we've delved into the art of delivering bad news with grace, it's equally crucial to be aware of phrases and terms that could be potential pitfalls. Let's tread into the territory of what not to say. And for this section, I will not be repeating them twice as I would rather you didn't internalize these phrases. Rather, just mark them in your mind and avoid them in the future. Now, there are six of these bad boys. So, first up, unfortunately, it is what it is. So, why is this one problematic? This phrase, although casual, can come off as dismissive or nonchalant, as though you're not concerned with the consequences or the feelings of those affected. Number two, I don't make the rules. So, why to steer clear of this one? While technically this might be true, using this phrase can seem like you're passing the buck or avoiding responsibility. It does not foster trust or confidence. Number three, it's not a big deal. So here's why this one's dicey. What might not seem like a big deal to you could be significant to someone else. This phrase risks belittling the concerns or feelings of your listeners. Number four, that's just the way things go. So the potential harm here with this one is that this can come off as resigned or defeatist, as if challenges or problems are just par for the course and can't be improved upon or challenged. Number five, it could be worse. So why would this backfire? 
This is an attempt at providing perspective, but it can inadvertently diminish the genuine concerns or disappointments of the person or people you're speaking to. And number six, nobody saw this coming. So the downside here is that while it might be an honest assessment, it can also imply a lack of foresight or planning on the company's part. It might make listeners question the competency of those in charge. So to wrap up this section, the golden rule here is empathy. It's always helpful to put yourself in the shoes of the listener. How would you feel hearing these phrases, especially in a difficult or delicate situation? Aim to be both genuine and considerate in your communication. While honesty is paramount, so is kindness and understanding. And there we have it, another insightful episode in the books. From understanding the importance of delicate phrasing to recognising potential pitfalls in communication, today's session was all about navigating those challenging conversations in the professional world. Remember, in the vast sea of communication, it's not just about the message, but the delivery that counts. Words have the power to heal, to inform, and sometimes, unfortunately, to hurt. So, As we venture forth into our respective fields, armed with the new knowledge and insights, let's pledge to be more conscious, empathetic and effective communicators. For those of you eager for more, don't forget to tune in to the other episodes where we delve into the do's and the don'ts of professional communication, packed full of professional phrases designed to help you out when you need them most. If you found today's episode useful, we'd appreciate it if you could share, rate and review our podcast so we can reach more pro learners just like you. And until next time, keep refining those communication skills and as always, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review and we'll see you next time.